Thank you for tuning in to Ask the Pharmacist with Joe DiMatteo. Joe is a pharmacist, naturopath, and board certified in clinical nutrition. We are here to impact your health and change your life. My name is Joe DiMatteo Jr., and it is my honor to introduce my father, Dr. Joe DiMatteo. that you're aboard with us. Hey, is it possible that um, washing dishes, <laughs> washing dishes, Kenny, this is for you. Washing dishes at the end of the day could help relieve stress. Oh, yes. That's what a new research piece says in the Journal of Mindfulness. Oh, my goodness. I've stooped to all-time lows. Says, for example, mindful dishwashers experience a 27% reduction in nervousness, 25% increase in mental inspiration compared with controlled dishwashers. What in the world are we talking after a stressful day at work? Some of, some of us may hit the gym, <clears throat> says this article. Others, a glass of wine. Some simply settle down in front of the TV in order to calm their mind. But why not try washing dishes? Oh boy, Journal of Mindfulness says that engaging in mindful dishwashing, this is so preposterous, and focusing on the smell of the soap, the feel of the dishes, the warmth of the water can trigger a positive state of mind. Uh, you, you know, you, I'm, I'm reading this article, but you, you know, I'm, you, you can pick up the tinge of sarcasm here. The smell of the soap. What an aroma. What, what, a, what a fragrance. The feel of the dishes. The warmth of the water. Uh, mindfulness is the ability to omit negative or distracting thoughts to enable complete awareness of one's feelings and senses in the present moment. The practice is believed to reduce anxiety and stress and improve sleep quality and create a reduced risk for depression. Well, well, well. I, I, I know this was a scientific article uh, done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um <clears throat> We, <laughs> uh, all I can say is, is I think there's a better way to reduce and relieve stress. I think there's a much better way than sitting in, in, in your sink. Now, not that those dishes don't need done, right? We got to do the dishes. I mean, I try to help my wife at times. We have a dishwasher. At times I'm just washing dishes. I'm trying to just, I try to rinse out and use things that I use that can be rinsed and make sure that I just try to do things. But I tell you, there's so much stress in life. There are so many things going on in life. The last thing I'm going to do is going to be caught daydreaming at the sink bowl, thinking about 
the smell of the soap, the feel of the dishes. Mindful. This this is crazy. But, you know, this is what we're doing. I mean, this is what we're seeing. These are the articles. Um, this was a postdoctoral student at the um, Florida State University, University of Florida State, and obviously did this paper. And, uh, and um, obviously he's going to get a grade for this. I was particularly interested, he said, in how the mundane activities in life could be used to promote a mindful state and thus increase an overall sense of well-being. You know, when we're up against it and when we're having difficulties and when we're having bad times, the way I believe for us to have a legitimately peaceful mindset is not to focus on a surfactant. You know, that's that's what dishwashing soap is with tons of usually chemicals unless you're using a, a an organic or a very clean that the surfactants, you know what they do? They they're like foaming agents. They coat grease and dirt and they kind of surround it and form globules around it so that you can wash it away. The smell that you have, the aroma that you have is nothing more than chemicals. They're not real scents. Those are chemicals, for goodness sake. And the feel of a dish is supposed to calm me down. 27% reduction in anxiety. Are you kidding me? Yes, folks, these are the types of things um, that uh, <laughs> I think his wife is ghostwriting that story. Uh this is just amazing to me. You know what I would say to that? I would say to this is that um, there's a way um, for us to move into areas that reduce the amount of duress and stress in our lives. It can, we can't change necessarily your work stress or your financial stress or your marital stress or maybe your divorce stress that you're going through. I, I clearly do not believe that you being mindful at dishing, washing dishes is going to help you. I feel like we're reaching all-time lows and how to help people cope with their stressors. This, this is a, this was a published article. It's, it's mind-boggling to me. It's on the newswires. It's in the, it's, it's, it's written up in the journals of psychology. I mean, you follow me here? This is ridiculous. How about we do the real thing, the thing that has lasting eternal value and praise the one that worshiped made you worship and give thanks unto him you're having a bad day maybe you've had a bad year maybe you've had a bad last 10 years i i hardly think that you're going to learn how to cope with your anxiety and distress by smelling and wafting up the aroma of chemicals from the uh, dishwashing detergent I hardly think that you're going to find some peace and solitude in the texture and the type of dishes that are being washed. No, they're going to be found in praising and in worshiping him. To worship, to praise, it is to commend or to give honor to. He is my God and I will praise him in Exodus 15:2, the book of Deuteronomy says, "Oh, praise the goodness of our God." Second Samuel, praise be to my rock, 
is the Lord and he is most worthy of praise in first Chronicles. Praise be unto you, O Lord, first Chronicles 29. I mean, just, I have dozens. I will be, or excuse me, I will praise God's name in song in the book of Psalms in 62. The book of Psalms, 150 literally worshipful praise giving tunes. The way for us to begin to cope and deal with the anxiety and the stressors and the grief and the tragedy that many of you deal with is to be in his presence, to praise and worship him even when you don't feel like it and even when you can't. I hardly think that it comes from washing dishes, smelling soap, and feeling dishes. We'll talk a little bit later how Saul who, when he was tormented by evil spirits, as First Samuel chapter 16 indicates, and actually says it was from God, and, and, and I read a lot of interpretations, some books by Chuck Swindoll, some commentaries, um, kind of tough to get what that really, what that really meant. Did God send an evil spirit or did God open him up? We, we, and I don't know that I want to get caught up in the theology of that. All I know is that's what the scripture says, but Saul was, Saul was tormented. King Saul. And it's interesting how the master orchestrator, God himself, was orchestrating behind the scenes, David praising and worshiping on the hillside south of Jerusalem in Judea and praising and worshiping God as a 15, 14, 13, 16 year old lad, part of a family of 10, seven brothers, two sisters, so insignificant was David in his, even his father's eyes that when, um, when Samuel came and said, I, I, I need to meet your family, your sons, because I believe that God has directed me here to find the next king of Israel. He, he, he parades out seven of his finest sons. He never even mentions David, never. But yet David wasn't the big warrior at that time, wasn't the big tough guy, wasn't the, the big bruising um, warrior, you know, purple heart and bronze star recipient. Now, he was tending to sheep on the rocky slopes south of Jerusalem. He was tending and praising and worshiping his God. And we're going to see how God as a master orchestrator uses an amazing thing that all was spoken of all the way back early in the Bible about music and how David playing the lyre and the harp, the anointing that's on David's life and how the music and the anointing on David dispels the evil spirits and gives Saul peace. How does God do the things that he does? A master orchestrator, 800-281-8255. Probiotics, we've been talking a little bit about probiotics recently. Go to the website. You're going to see a, a post shortly just talking about some of the benefits. Now, these are uh, Saturday. I, I, I just took some time here at the office and in what in my mind was a short list and not a comprehensive list. So over the next few days, maybe a week or so, we're going to talk about some of the benefits of having broad spectrum good bacteria. Now, should you be eating live foods, real foods, fibrous containing foods, even fermented foods? 
foods that have that soluble fiber, such as beta-glucan, steel-cut oats, so that you can grow good bacteria? Well, absolutely. And, and you see the more processed foods and refined foods and sugary foods and low-fiber foods, the harder it is for you to make the good bacteria. That good bacteria in our gut is easily disrupted. Stress can diminish good bacteria production. Chemotherapy, antibiotics, a diet that is highly refined. Many components will interfere with the management, the manufacture, and the maintenance of good bacteria in the gut. And just a quick insight or glimpse in my mind, is some of the benefits. We know that, number one, that broad-spectrum probiotics, ones that have many different types of bacteria, help to support a healthy immune system. Are there specific strains within bacteria, the good bacteria, that help to support the immune system? You bet your bottom dollar. There are specific strains that have a huge impact on our immune system and helping to maintain Good crosstalk between the bacteria in the gut and the immune system. Individuals that are prone and susceptible to antibiotic-associated diarrhea, in other words, if they have to be on an antibiotic for whatever reason, and they are often prone to having loose stool and diarrhea, can good bacteria actually help to reduce the incidence of antibiotic-associated diarrhea. You bet your bottom dollar, it sure does. Can probiotics aid in the prevention and possibly even in the treatment of gastrointestinal types of disorders and diseases? Yes, absolutely. Literature, there's, there's a huge body of work over the last 10 to 11 years documenting that. Can it aid in the prevention of allergies? Can it help to reduce the incidence of allergies? Yes, not an opinion. Every one of these little bullet points that I'm going to give you today help your immune system, balance your immune system, reduce the incidence of antibiotic-associated diarrhea, aid in the prevention and treatment of gastrointestinal disorders. Now, you might have to be on a certain type or strain of probiotic. Remember, I'm not getting into the the details of all the different strains, whether it's the plantarum strain, whether it is the lactobacillus rhamnosus, whether it is lactobacillus paracaceae, um, or it's lactobacillus salivarius or bifidobacterium longum. I I wouldn't want to bore you with all of that detail. There's a general theme that I want to convey today. And yes, there are more sophisticated approaches today. You can use specific individual or combinations or two or three strains and higher doses that have a greater impact on allergic response. Bladder health in women, vaginal health, urogenital health in women, the immune system. So, you know, infectious diarrhea. But for sake of argument today, it's just a, a general primer and a theme. And the last area that we want to touch on today before we move on is does and do Good bacteria that you help to support and grow in the gut, does it have the ability to modulate your immune system, balance your immune system via its interaction with your gut mucosal system? In other words, can the good bacteria that is in your stomach 
interact with the mucosa, the lining of the stomach, and by so doing, literally signal and almost send signals to your GALT system, which is your immune system, in a positive manner. Absolutely. Literature supports it. It's documented. And by the same token, you can send bad signals, bad bacteria, just as well um, through bad bacteria to the immune system and send very, very bad signals as well. 800-281-8255. If you'd like to come aboard today, we want to chat a little bit um, before we get into some of the other just tidbits on news, dysmenorrhea. Uh, I want to begin to start covering some disease states over the coming weeks and talk about um, dysmenorrhea. What, what is dysmenorrhea? Dysmenorrhea is uh, a, a woman that has very dysfunctional cycles, um, heavy menstrual cramping, probably f- maybe 50% of the women um, uh, to date have significant menstrual discomfort. Um, it, it can cost them days at work um, or whether they're in school, school time. Um, often when cramps are so significant that they go beyond what would be considered normal, there's always going to be a level of discomfort, I believe, during a woman's cycle. But intense cramps and periods uh, right before the period for a woman can last a few hours, can be a few days Significant lower backache, lower abdominal discomfort, sometimes bloating. Um, inner thighs have a often a irritating or a, uh, electrical or a pinching sensation. Often headaches, migraines, nausea. All right, these are all parts of dysmenorrhea or dysfunctional periods and cycle for women. So, what lies at the root of that for many women that are listening today, or maybe you have a daughter that's dysmenorrheic. She maybe misses work or school. She has to be on Advil or naproxen. She has a lot of menstrual pain and discomfort. Periods can go from light to heavy. She has a lot of low back pain. She has to put a heating pad on her stomach, her lower abdomen, or her lower back. A lot of dysfunction. So what are some of the primary roots of this? Well, often there's a poor diet. Lack of whole foods, lack of fiber, poor dietary habits, number one. Number two, hormone imbalances. Is it possible that there's excessive testosterone? Yes. Possible excessive estrogen? Yes. Possibly a deficient uh, component of progesterone? Yes. Could there be some inadequate thyroid functioning? Absolutely. So number one, diet. Number two, hormone imbalances. Number three, nutrient deficits. So a woman that is dysmenorrheic has significant menstrual dysfunction. You've got to see that the dysmenorrhea can be triggered by nutrient deficits, not having even adequate levels of the bees, the family of bees, magnesium, some key nutrients. You could have some pelvic inflammatory disease. There can be an infection, certainly. It can be overweight. You could have a lot of liver congestion. See, your your hormones, male or female, testosterone, estrogen, whatever, especially estrogen in particular, it's broken down by the liver. We need the bees. We need adequate good bacteria. <clears throat> we need magnesium um, to literally break down and conjugate and sulfate through the liver. And also the liver encourages how the body detoxifies through the bile. 
Good bacteria and fiber play a key role here as well. I mentioned low thyroid functioning. So we see that dysmenorrhea, dysfunctional cycles in women, are singular, usually not a singular component. Right? It's usually not just a, just a single issue. An overloaded liver, a congested liver, constipation, low progesterone. I mean, th- th- those are the big issues. So often, what do we do? We'll put you on a form of omegas. Maybe not the omega-3s if it's real bad. We might put you on something like even like evening primrose. Um, we might put you on coenzyme B complete for numerous reasons. Number three, we may put you on and recommend some natural progesterone, some probiotic essentials. Probably would recommend that you do a female hormone panel, a urine panel to see what your metabolites and your actual hormones are. We'd probably recommend a herb known as chasteberry or vitex, which helps to regulate how the pituitary sends signals. So that, that's just a an overview, a quick overview. We, we, we would want to change your diet. A lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, preferably organic, more fiber, beans, legumes, Nuts, reduce the amount of dairy, reduce the amount of sugar, reduce the amount of refined, reduce the amount of caffeine. Do something that helps your liver to detoxify. We have plenty of options, detox essentials, coenzyme B complete, probiotics, magnesium essentials. We've got to improve elimination. Folks that have dysmenorrhea, I really encourage them to become active, exercise, move, must have a complete thyroid panel, a legitimate thyroid panel, free T3, free T4, TSH, reverse T3. Be on a quality multiple. How about just even just the basics, daily essentials? Is it possible that you could have some fungal or yeast issues? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I don't know that I that I go there first. I think I go with supporting the liver, Balancing hormones, checking hormones, getting some nutrients that help the liver to detoxify more efficiently. It's really about the ABCs. Dysmenorrhea. You have a family member that is battling hormonal imbalances. There, there's, there's help. And you have options. 800-281-8255. I think we're coming up on a break here any minute. Um, mushrooms. Come back for the break. We're going to talk a little bit about mushrooms and the role mushrooms have um, in the immune system. If you just ate mushrooms once a day for 30 days, the shiitake family, what does it do to the immune system? What about Lyme's disease? Are, are there new literature pieces talking about a particular area of bodily function that impacts how the body is working in response to Lyme's? 800 281 Five, five. The off-air number, if you need to call, set up a time, 888-865-9595. You need to speak to Terry to set up a time, do that on option three. You know, Saul was tormented. We're not, I don't want to get into the theology of that by evil spirits. I know that Saul started out following God and got off course pretty quickly. Got into his own self-ways, his own self-will. Saul is tormented. He needs peace. David, while he's been praising God, worshiping, kind of on the hillsides of Judea, laboring in obscurity, so it seems. In obscurity, right? David, the unthought of son in the family of Jesse, now becomes the one 
that's going to set free the man of God. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. People come in with health concerns, and we try to address those at the root cause. A specialist in functional integrative medicine, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice, and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice, I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical-based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example, if you have heartburn, there's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that, and as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. And a lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today, 888-865-9595. Or visit AskJoeD.com. One of our biggest threats to our health and well-being can also be one of the simplest to address. I'm talking about stress. Here on Ask the Pharmacist, in addition to all the nutritional support we give your body, you'll also hear us talk a lot about the one who made it. As we deeply think about the character and goodness of God, as we release our cares to Him in prayer... It's amazing how even our greatest concerns are put into the proper perspective. It's help that's free of charge and comes without a prescription. Learn more at AskJoeD.com. The health of your family is one of the most important factors in your life. You plan it into your budget, make annual checkups, and pray for a happy and healthy home. Joe DiMatteo from Ask the Pharmacist knows how valuable vital health and spiritual well-being is to you. That's why he hosts a daily call-in show dedicated to helping you achieve greater physical and spiritual health. Trying to keep you and your family healthy can be frustrating. As a certified pharmacist, clinical nutritionist, and naturopathic doctor, Joe special in bridging the gap between conventional and alternative medicines. Joe examines the most recent headlines and scientific breakthroughs to educate you on what is hype and what is really important. By providing daily insight into health news and natural alternatives, Joe DiMatteo strives to bring your health into a spiritual focus. He begins each show with prayer and reflection, asking for good health and happiness for you and their listeners all across America. Tune in, listen, learn, and live healthy with Ask the Pharmacist. Considering a probiotic? Just remember that what's on the bottle isn't necessarily what's in it. This is Joe DiMatteo, and like you, my family's health is extremely important to me, and I won't give them just anything. Many probiotics are not shelf-stable. They deteriorate in the warehouse and in shipping, so what's on the box is no longer in the product by the time it gets to you. That's why I develop Probiotic Essentials, so I can rest assured my family is getting the full dose of high-quality strains their bodies need. In fact, we regularly send our probiotic essentials from our store shelves to an independent lab to verify the quality and potency of our product. Yeah, we're a little crazy about quality control, but you know what? That's okay with me. Knowing that your family and mine are getting nothing but the highest quality probiotics possible makes it the kind of crazy I can live with. Learn more about our probiotic essentials as well as other supplements at AskJoeD.com. The health of your family is one of the most important factors in your life. You plan it into your budget, you make annual checkups, you pray for a happy and healthy home. 
Here on the Ask the Pharmacist show, I know how valuable vital health and spiritual well-being is to you. As a registered pharmacist, board-certified clinical nutritionist, and naturopath, it's my goal to help bridge the gap between conventional and alternative naturopathic medicine. Every day, I'm here to discuss the most recent headlines, scientific breakthroughs to educate you on what is most important or hype. By providing daily insight into health news and natural alternatives, I strive to bring your health into a spiritual focus with a firm reliance on God and the promises found in His Word. It's my prayer for you and listeners all across America that you enjoy good health and happiness each and every day. Stay tuned, listen, learn, and live healthy. This is Joe DiMatteo. Ask the Pharmacist continues in a moment. One of our biggest threats to our health and well-being can also be one of the simplest to address. I'm talking about stress. Here on Ask the Pharmacist, in addition to all the nutritional support we give your body, you'll also hear us talk a lot about the one who made it. As we deeply think about the character and goodness of God, as we release our cares to Him in prayer, it's amazing how even our greatest concerns are put into the proper perspective. It's help that's free of charge and comes without a prescription. Learn more at AskJoeD.com. Welcome back to America's Health Talk Hour. This is Joe DiMatteo on the Ask the Pharmacist broadcast. If you're just joining us, you can reach us toll-free at 877-655-6755. That's toll-free, 877-655-6755, or at AskJoeDiMatteo.com. Let's get back to talking your health. First Samuel 16, I'm going to go to the phones, and it says, Let your servant seek a man who is a skillful player on the harp, and it shall come about when the evil spirit from God is on you that he shall play the harp with his hand. Type the first guitar, really, right? And you will be well. So Saul said to his servants, Provide for me now a man who can play well. And bring him to me. You know, music was thought way, way back when in the earliest of time as being a soothing. And I didn't know this as I know this as even as I did some reading and even some research, even on a book done by Chuck Swindoll, that, that music was one that soothed passions and healed mental disorders and disease that was believed like it, it kept tumult, tumultuous thoughts under control. So we see that God uses um, music, we've just perverted, man has perverted music today. But the real key thing here is that David, as he is preparing to really be, let me read you what the concordance says about David. It was thus by his subsequent sufferings that David was molded and trained to be the channel through which the Psalms would be given to the world was channeled. He was his sufferings that he was prepared 
to literally be able to do the Psalms because this man, David, even as a 15-year-old, as he was anointed by Samuel, by God, to be the next king of Israel, it didn't happen right away. He goes back out and he continues to tend to the sheep and do his work. And David becomes, in essence, the one that relieves Saul of his distresses. Why? Was it because of his goodness? Was it because of David's um, holiness? Was it because of David? No, it has all to do that David knew who his God was. David was a praiser and a worshiper, and he labored in obscurity. He labored um, alone, if you will. And the whole time he was praising, worshiping in God, he was developing a relationship with his heavenly father. And at the same time, God is orchestrating Saul and David's finally coming together. And you'll see eventually that David is brought not only into the king's presence, he delivers him from the evil spirits. And every time that it's happening, they would bring David in. And David rises to prominence quickly as he labored as a 13, as a 14, as a 15, as a 17-year-old, kind of on the back nine, so to speak. Let's go to the phones quickly. We have Helen in Pittsburgh, PA. Helen, you're up. How can I help you today? Hi. I have a friend that has um, allergies. Mm-hmm. She takes Benadryl. Mm-hmm. And um, she gets real tired you know, when she takes yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. somebody, um, another friend was given Zyrtec when he was in the hospital. All right. So, you know, I talked to her about that. I said, well, why don't you take Zyrtec? So she called some 800 number on the back of a generic package, and they said that Zyrtec also may cause drowsiness. <clears throat> So she ended up getting some kind of generic Claritin. Okay. Okay, After she, about four hours after that, she went into some kind of arrhythmia or mm-hmm. okay. uh, atrial fibrillation. Okay. And it lasted about an hour. Uh, this was uh, two days ago. Now, she did call. She does have an appointment with a heart doctor. Um, she has uh, mitral valve stenosis and okay. pulmonary hypertension. And she did ask the pharmacist, her regular pharmacist, if she could take that with some, um, I'm reading what I have written down here, Advair. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, and um, I think she takes uh, okay. something for Well, I, got, I, I, can't, yeah, I can't go into the whole, all the detail here, but let's, well, let's stick to the core issues. It, it, the bottom line is, look, Benadryl is what we call a first-generation antihistamine. It's an old version. They work extremely well, but they're very sedating. They, yeah. they, they, they make you very tired, uh-huh. um, very sleepy. The, 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 the advent of some of the newer antihistamines, what are termed second-generation antihistamines, pharmaceuticals, like Claritin, Loratadine, Zyrtec, which is Cetirizine, and there's another one. There's these second-generation antihistamines are less sedating, not quite as powerful as the original first generation. Now, there were some other drugs that were out years ago that absolutely caused something called Tours de Pont, where they would create um, cardiac irregularities. This class of medications, it is extremely rare 
I'm sure it's less than 1%. It can still create some cardiac irregularities, but it's extremely rare compared to what was on the market years ago and the kind of these newer versions and fancier antihistamines that aren't as sedating, um, aren't, don't, don't, don't wipe you out the way some of the old ones did. So, um, I think it's, I don't think there was an interaction at all with the Advair. That's a steroid with a kind of a bronchodilator relaxing the bronchial tree. So I really don't think that was the issue. It could just be that she's highly sensitized to that very small fractionated component that could actually be triggered by that class of meds, but it's not... And you said 1% or something. Yeah, it's probably less than that. It's a very, very minimal component. The other drugs that were on the market actually were pulled off the market 10, 12 years ago, could do that as well. So um, those were gone. Those those drugs are not available anymore. They absolutely were associated with arrhythmias and cardiac arrhythmias. So I would say to you, um, obviously, she's very intolerant. If she couldn't tolerate the loratadine, which is Claritin, I doubt that she'll tolerate the Zyrtec. Um, mm-hmm. She might yeah. not have any choice but to stick to the old-fashioned one, the diphenhydramine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. All right? But, but it's all right to take Benadryl and um, Advair and... Um it, it is. Losartan. It is. Losartan is um, what we call an angiotensin blocking type drug. Um, no interaction between either of those antihistamines. Yeah. And and lastly, there's there's no interaction even with the components or the active ingredients in Advair. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I hope that helps, Helen. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Bye. Is it possible that mushrooms can boost the immune system? Well, let me just read you this. University of Florida Institute for Food and Agricultural Sciences says, look, um, we just, we provided medicinal mushrooms, basically, and, and, you know, some of the nutrients, some of the, um, uh, complete, some of the um, immune boosting nutrients and supplements that we use are, um, at, at, and I wouldn't say they're completely, but kind of have a base in this mataki shiitake mushroom concept. So here, here's the quick takeaway. Um, this group say, okay, we're, we're going to give you a concentrated, well-grown, correctly grown. We're going to clean them. We're going to cook them. And then we're going to give them to you. And we want you to come and we want you to be able to ingest these for 30 days. 30 days on shiitake mushrooms, eating shiitake mushrooms. They're native more so to Asia, by the way. And the shiitake mushrooms were documented. Now listen to this now. They did blood tests before. They did blood tests after 30 days of consumption. And they found that their, with what are called gamma T cells, were better functioning. They induced less inflammation. Bottom line is these these mushroom extracts had a huge impact. It's in, in the summary to this, this Percival, one of the researchers there, said if you eat a shiitake mushroom every day, you could see changes in your immune system that are deemed to be beneficial. We're enhancing the immune system, but we're also reducing inflammation that the immune system could produce. So simply what they did was, Hey, they, 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 they put folks on these shiitake mushrooms for a 30 day period, did a 
did blood work on them before, afterward, and T cells, which are um, involved in major immune activity, showed that you can boost immune activity. Right? Just a very, uh, it doesn't mean right now that you have to go out and eat mataki and shiitake mushrooms and then you have to, um, go out and cook. No, no, no. I, I think it's, it's, it's about the basics here and the basics are that if you even want to begin to incorporate them into your diet, this is not pie in the sky. I mean, the, the, the extracts, the active constituency in shiitake and mataki mushrooms are documented to boost the immune system. And, and again, that's why we use a prep called Mycocomplete. Folks that are battling chronic issues, maybe chronic infections, their immune systems are down. We're going to recommend something like Immustim that boosts NK killer cells. And we're going to probably do something along the lines with C, buffer to score baits and so on, but we're going to do mycocomplete as well. Psychological stress alone does not cause cancer, researchers from Dartmouth University say. Norris Cotton Cancer Center at Dartmouth. But it can interfere with the immune system's response to cancer cells which may increase the potential for metastases, cause neurochemical imbalances. So what they talk about in this article, and again, I'm not going to go into the details, but this whole body-mind therapy, psychological stress, they say, alone does not cause the cancer, but interferes with the immune system's response to cancer cells, which increase the potential for spread in metastases. The cause or the neurochemical imbalance that may impact the survival of a cancer patient. This Marty Crane Goudreau um, looked at the stress components. Stress is a recognizing factor in predisposing individuals to cancer and adversely impacts their treatment even their recovery. There are a number of non-mainstream educational and therapeutic practices known as mind-body type techniques. And then we're back into this whole conscious, unconscious, subconscious, and and I I don't go there. But what I wanted to focus on, I'm, I'm not a big fan of you opening up your conscious or your subconscious to anybody. So, you know, I'm not into, you know, reconceptualizing the concept of stress. What I'm going to tell you is, is that we know that stress damages the immune system. I've, I've, I've sent and preached that message for almost 20 years. We also know that significant levels of stress, if you're already ill, will further impede and impair the body's response. Very difficult for me to sit here. And to say to you, well, you know, you just can't be stressed. Really, no. You've got cancer. You might have a family that you're concerned about. You have loved ones that are are concerned about you, family members. Uh, You might be struggling through work. You might be struggling with decisions that have to be made. Am I doing the right thing? The types of chemotherapy. My blood counts are dropped. Stress. 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 And why I am a huge component, not of standing at your kitchen sink 
and smelling the bubbles and smelling the detergent soap that's used to clean them and and sensing and just feeling and being mindful of the dishwashing what, what are we are we losing our minds we're, we're, we're placing our value on inanimate objects and say if you do that we can drop your stress you know why not focus on the word of god why not get how have we drifted that far away that we can't talk about the importance of someone under duress reading the Psalms out loud. Because we know that when we, not when we use the word, we don't use the word of God, but when we apply God's word to our lives, it changes our thinking. It helps us. It encourages us. The word of God changes not only many times our circumstances, but we in our circumstances. If we can document that people just undergoing mindful meditation can boost their immune system, how much more people in a praise and worship service, praising and worshiping God like David did, reading the Psalms out loud, understanding the role of praise and worship music and how it can boost and support you, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what we're, what we're missing. No, but we're saying that, hey... We've got to reconceptualize stress and cancer treatment. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I just disagree with how you want to do it. I don't think we need to get into um, hypnotism and exposing, you know, opening up your subconscious and letting them plant thoughts in there. No. The Bible says that the Word of God changes our thinking, that it alters how we think, that it orders our steps that it's a lamp unto our feet and a, and a and a light unto our path it renews our minds and yet you know somehow we're missing that and I'm, I'm not real sure how i'm not real sure why i'm not real sure what the what has to i feel like we've gotten so far from any acknowledgement of god or the word of god it it borders it borders on being pathetic at times 800-281-8255-281-8255 back to the probiotics what's so important about probiotics well it can balance your immune system help to support healthier components of the immune system can reduce antibiotic associated types of diarrhea aids in the prevention and the treatment this is all i i pulled all of this on saturday from i, I didn't I, I didn't write down every journal which would have been ludicrous I, I could spend two hours just doing this but i just wrote down the headlines from just articles that i have saved this is only scratching the surface can actually help in the prevention and treatment of allergies and allergic diseases, let alone gastrointestinal diseases. We know that it modulates the immune system via the mucosal lining of the stomach. Believe it or not, it can actually even aid in the processing of cholesterol and help you to maintain healthier cholesterol levels. Over the past two weeks, We've named a couple different articles in talking about this whole gut-brain link for depression and anxiety that folks often that are under high levels of duress and stress, as the chemistry of their gut is changed, the balance is changed, 
or maybe they are um, in a situation where they have had the microflora altered by antibiotics or steroid use, prednisone, dexamethasone, maybe methylprednisone. Maybe they've been drinking too heavily. Maybe they've just been abusing their bodies. You see, the floral arrangements have been altered and changed. And as they're altered and changed, it can affect mood. The gut-brain link, it's even acknowledged in scientific and medical articles today. So goes your gut. So goes, in many cases, the health of the entire system. And now we're even relating it to the brain as well. We've got more to talk about on probiotics going forward. Uh, The benefits of good strains, heartily grown strains, it matters on how they're harvested, matters how they're grown. Are they alive at the time of use? We just had a new batch tested of our probiotic essentials. The testing comes up between 19 and 22 billion total units. We have a label that depicts saying we have 12. We're, We're almost double what's actually on the label. So it's awesome. You you need to take a look at them. Go to the website. In the next couple of days, you'll see some of these links and bulletproofs. And and, and certainly probiotics are not a cure-all for what ails you. It just basically puts your body in a good position to deal with many of the possibilities of what may ail you. Let's go south to Alabama. Uh, We got Rick on. Rick, you're on. How can I help you? Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call again. I talked to you last week. Okay. uh, I'm the trucker that's starting to eat all the good salads, <laughs> if you remember that. Yes, yes. Yes, I what do. I for, what I forgot to ask you or, or didn't have time was I do not know why, but I have to, uh, what is it, I have to self-medicate to go to sleep. I've been doing it for years. Okay. And I take yeah. two uh, Tylenol generics, I call them. And I take about three or four, three to five milligram melatonins. Okay. Is that safe or unsafe or what? I mean, um, first of all, I'm not real crazy about you using a ton of Tylenol, you know, unless we really need to. Tylenol depletes the body of a natural antioxidant called glutathione, so I'm not real sure about yeah. that. Um, the flip side is melatonin. If you got to use that much melatonin, that's really above what we would call what would be reasonable or physiologic. You know, we go beyond. We go beyond much beyond three to five milligrams. I'm not sure that's necessary. Um, it, but I, oh, yeah, but, I take, but I get I take it. Like uh, for five, three milligrams, fifteen, three mm-hmm. five milligrams. Yeah. So. It's obvious that you. If I don't, I don't sleep. You don't sleep. That's my point. That's exactly what I was getting to. You you, you need to because you're not sleeping. I'd recommend maybe beginning to try to maybe cut back on the amount of melatonin at our sleep essentials. Why? Because it has a nutrient that can help calm the brain. It has a little wee bit of melatonin, but then it has as well L5-HTP, which 
helps the body make more serotonin. So it's got three ingredients. I would use two of those. I can buy from you. Yes, you can do it right off of the internet or just call the toll free number. I would take two of those before you go to bed, cut back your melatonin by one half, use a half of the melatonin and cut back on your Tylenol for a half and see if we can make a transition over the span of a couple of weeks and we might even adjust that dose. I think it's a healthier way. I'm not against melatonin by any stretch. I just don't know that you need to go that high because then you might start shutting down what your body's producing. But I understand if you're not sleeping, you got to sleep, brother. I got to go. You call me, you call me back again tomorrow whenever you get some time. Don't hesitate. All right. I have that 800 number. Sure. It's 888-865-9595. Just ask for Terry. That's to get the uh, medicine. The sleep essentials. Yep. Right. Yeah. Thank you. God bless you, brother. Have a great day. You too. Now, see, there's a the typical situation. You know, an individual's having difficulty. You can't just say, don't use that. It, he, he's not sleeping. I mean, so we, we need to f- be able to find more of a, uh, a compromise. How do we find a happy medium? So David is brought before Saul, and it says, let your servant seek a man who is a skillful player on the harp. And it shall come about when the evil spirit from God is upon him that you will play this harp and you will be well. Saul said to his servant, you provide for me that man who can play well. Now bring him to me. Who in the world knew about David? David was skillful, but David was being prepared. See, we can never um, issue... We can never look down upon periods and times of our life of solitude, of obscurity. If you're worshiping and praising Him and you're living a life as unto Him, God is aware. Man may not see that. David's own father didn't see it. David held his... Jesse... David's father held his brothers in higher esteem than David. And the one that was higher in God's eyes, not because of his holiness, but because he got it. What did he get? That Jehovah was God and that he was going to worship and praise him. And he was going to live a life of integrity and in honesty. Now, we know David got off later in his life. But David, as a young man, David came to Saul and he attended him. And Saul loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer from obscurity, literally, to the king's house. God bless you. I'll be with you tomorrow at 3. See you then. You only want what's best for your family. You understand that you might only be able to save a few dollars by buying generic paper towels, but you stick to the brand names when it comes down to what's really important. Take Omega-3 fish oil, for example. You can buy 500 soft gels for less than $20 at many big box stores, but you know that if you do, you'll be tasting fish all day, and you won't be getting close to the strength your body needs to see any real results. And how can you really be sure that the heavy metal toxins have been removed? Where's the bargain? The Essentials brand Omega-3 800 is molecularly distilled for purity, has a great lemon taste, and is ultra-concentrated so that you can take fewer soft gels and feel results. Joe DiMatteo from Ask the Pharmacist designed Omega-3 800s to be the premier fish oil supplement on the market today. Visit www.askjoedimatteo.com or call 877-275-7743 for more information on Omega-3 800s and why they're the smart choice for you and your family.